Yo, welcome to the Otaku Podcast. Number, I don't know what number it is. I'm recording this on the PC by myself, and I still can't get the fucking number right. How's everybody doing out there? I feel like I talk so much about myself, you know. Whenever I ask how is the, how's the viewer doing, <laughs> I'm doing well. I hope you guys are doing really good. Uh, been an exciting week for me. We actually did do a podcast all together, so that did happen. But it was uh, so trash that we got to the end. Or, you know, I think I really declared it because you know I'm uh, the pickiest one of the whole group. I was like mm, probably not releasing this podcast. So were some things that probably shouldn't have been said about you know people and things. And so we were just like you know as much as I would love to cut around the podcast and make it really uh, jump all over the place, was like probably won't be using that. But you know that's okay. I got other shit to talk about. Uh, I'll recap some stuff we talked about on the last podcast, or the unreleased one that I apparently Josh never knew about. And uh, we'll just kick it. So I went to Disneyland this week, which is probably my most exciting thing. Went to Disneyland. Let's see. Went to Disneyland. Started working out at a gym called Orange Theory. Um, what else did I do? And then I've uh, continued my energy drink addiction, which I just feel like is so necessary at this point. I just get so tired it's impossible. And uh, still just been live streaming. I've fallen off the Bleach Brave Souls train a little bit uh, just because I just I feel so busy. And it's like I'm trying to get better at the social media game. Like our Instagram has been really active. Follow us on Instagram at the Weaves Guild. Uh, Twitter has fallen a little bit. I usually so how it goes is Twitter. I use to basically like pimp out videos. You know, it's like, hey, if you want to stay updated with what videos come out, check Twitter. Instagram, I'm shit posted about my day, which is a bit more personal, you know, uh, and occasional uh hey i'm live on uh youtube with some sort of a song behind it don't know if that's the best way to use it not good at doing the hashtags you know most of it goes to the story because like you know that way it's like oh it's just if you want to see what i'm doing for today check out my story then i will do instagram posts for other exciting things but you know my life is not that exciting so not much to post on the instagram itself boy isn't that just super positive and exciting don't you just love that um what else? So let's talk about Disneyland, I guess. Disneyland was good. Uh, we went Monday. Monday? We went Monday. And it was uh, it was not bad. I was really worried because so in California, they lifted the mask restrictions on the 15th of this month. And I went on the 21st, so six days afterwards. And because of that, they lifted the mask restrictions on the 15th. Before, for Disneyland, you used to only be able to go if you were a California resident when they first opened. And they had uh, capacities really limited. So now because the mass restriction is up, they have released, uh, well, they say released, but they've like kind of increased the capacity and they have uh, lowered, no, 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 they've increased the capacity and they have now allowed people from outside of California to be coming to Disneyland, which is cool, I guess. Um, and then what else? So because of that, I thought it was going to be really, really bad. Like, it was going to be really, really full. They don't have fast passes back. Fast passes are a thing in the past. Um, they don't have annual passes, which I guess kind of balances that out because you don't have all the people with annual passes going. But my God, was it busy when we showed up. I was promised overcast. I rolled up in a fucking sweatshirt and a long sleeve shirt on, by the way, which is not the play. Rolled up with that. And uh, immediately, uh, maybe let's say an hour into being there, I was like, man, I am fucking sweating. This is brutal. So took that off, uh, sweatshirt off, obviously kept the shirt on because I was allowed to be in Disneyland. And after that, it wasn't too bad. I just rolled up the sleeves on the long sleeve shirt. So they just opened uh, California Adventure and Disneyland are both open, but they just opened Adven Avengers Campus, which is over the Disneyland uh, California Adventure. And that's the first park we went to, which kind of worked out well. But surprisingly, even during the later days, we ended up going back to, because uh, we ended up going back to Avengers Campus, and it was never that bad. So don't, if you have to pick, so how it works you could buy a park hopper ticket or you could buy a single ticket, okay? No one in their right mind is going to buy a single day ticket for fucking California Adventure. There's not enough stuff there to do. Not everything is open. Some of the rides were closed. It was garbage. So buy a park hopper and pick Disneyland, all right? If you wait for the last second, like yours truly and uh, my family when we went, the only park hopper option you're going to have is California Adventure because that park is the fucking worst. And it, I, don't, I don't mean it's the worst, you know, it's not, it's not a bad park. It's a great park. But when you do the park hopper option for how it's set up right now, what it means is that you ha cannot leave that park. So you can't go to Disneyland until one o'clock. All right. So if you're getting there at opening, they open the parks at nine o'clock. They let you in about like they start funneling people in maybe like 815, 830. So they actually let us in early. And in my experience beforehand for Disneyland, 
if you show up early, they let you in, but they don't let you go past like the main road. You know, they like they cut you off there, and then they let everybody scatter. This time, they were just like, nah, fuck it. Go in, go do whatever you want. So we actually got an early 8.30 to California Adventure. We were done with all of the rides and seeing all the things. Probably about 11.45, 11.40, which is pretty good. And then we ended up getting lunch and just kind of hung out in downtown Disney and waited for the rest to go to Disneyland. Uh, Other pro tips, if you're planning to go, they opened the virtual queues. So there's a virtual queue for the new Spider-Man ride, which is at the Avengers Campus, and the new, um, well, relatively new, Star Wars ride, right? They opened the first line for that at 7 a.m. So how it used to work, and I don't know if it's the same thing, but I'm going to assume it is, you have to be on property to join the virtual queues. So you need to be there at 7 a.m., which is ridiculous. I would assume they've changed that, but that's how it used to work. I don't know. All I know, 100%, the first queues for those open at 7 a.m. So we got there at 8 o'clock. We weren't able to get into the queues. Then the next set opens at noon, and that's it. You get no more virtual queues, no more anything. So if you miss the first 7 a.m. one, you can no longer go to both of them, all right? Because they only let you get into one virtual queue at a time. So an example, if you were to join the virtual queue for Rise of Resistance at 7 a.m. and somehow you're still in that queue when 12 o'clock rolls around, you cannot get another one. So we were able to, so I decided, you know, I've personally been on the Star Wars ride. So I was like, uh, well, you know, let's just do the new, the new Spider-Man one. My nephew who I was there with loves Marvel stuff, loves Spider-Man, whatever, whatever. So we did that one, and then I was like, cool. Nailed it right on the dot. Our, our wait time was five hours out, by the way, and I did it right at noon, like as quick as I possibly could, which is insane. Five hours out, and then I was like, cool. Let me see if I can get us a one on Rise of the Resistance also because maybe that one won't be as bad. Nope, you cannot join in another queue. You cannot get another boarding pass. You cannot do anything. So once you are stuck in there and you, let's say, were a dummy like me and missed the 7 a.m. queue, you do not get to join the other one, so you only get one pick, and that's even if you're lucky enough to actually get a good position so you can actually ride the ride. Because we did not know if we were even going to be there five hours from fucking noon because, you know, obviously we're going with my nephew. He's six years old. Who knows how long he's going to last this part. So last time we went to Disneyland, we uh, bamboozled my nephew and got him to go on Guardians of the Galaxies, which is uh, what used to be Tower of Terror. It's the big drop ride. They've all changed it. It's now part of Avengers Campus. So you, in order to get into Avengers Campus, you have to wait in a line to even get in there because they cap off how many people are going to be in that little area, which is insanely compacted. Like, it is busy. And they have, like, random uh, superheroes showing up. They have three different shows kind of going on at the same time. There's a Spider-Man thing. There is a uh, Black Widow slash Black Panther fight that happens. And then there's a Doctor Strange kind of, like, magic event that happens. And then they have other heroes like Iron Man showed up. We saw Captain Marvel show up. They just kind of randomly show up at different parts around the park. So it's constantly busting with people. People are wanting to see it. And they have added the Guardians of the Galaxy's Tower to be part of that. So in order to even get to that, you need to get into Avengers Campus, which gets capped off. So you can't do Guardians of the Galaxy unless you make it into Avengers Campus, which is really fucking annoying because we wanted to do that since it doesn't have a virtual queue. But you have to get into the campus anyways. You know, there's a whole fucking thing. So... Avengers Campus is cool. It's 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 small. You know, it's uh well, is it small? It's it's like a, I don't know. It's kind of like the regular size land you would expect in California Adventure. It's got a cool. Uh, you walk in, you immediately see like a Spider-Man wall, and that's where he does his performance. To your right, you're gonna see the Spider-Man store, which has the pay-to-win kind of blasters that you get to use on the Spider-Man ride, which we did get to go on. And then you have the um like the Avengers kind of headquarters where it has the jet. Uh, one of the well, one of the jets, not the big Quinn jet. But it's got a jet. They've got like a, um, a Humvee that's all decked out. Looks like it's from the Marvel Universe. And then on your right, you have the sorcerer kind of like supreme little area where he does a show, which we did not watch that. That was the only show we didn't end up seeing because uh, our family is full of magicians. And uh, he does – I saw a video on YouTube. He does some shitty magic trick. And I was like, oh, you miss me with that shit. Absolutely miss me. So then we do Guardians of the Galaxy. That's left exactly the same. They've just added a new food carts to that. And then they don't let you enter through the side that goes down the like the great kind of like the Hollywood walkway. They don't let you enter through there. So they've kind of just sealed that off. Uh, you can still exit through there, but they're not letting people enter through there. The Spider-Man ride, which I think this is of note, you get in a virtual queue for this thing. And you can see it. The only way to enter it is this virtual queue. There's no actual line. Um, even though you wait in the virtual queue for, let's say, I don't know, let's just pick a number, five hours like I did. When you get there, there is still a massive fucking line massive so you get there 
you wait in the virtual queue, you get into the actual queue, and it starts outside of where the actual barriers are that kind of wind you around. The queue got so bad, and I know they didn't plan this. So there is a queue. You go in, and you, first you turn the corner, you see the actual line. It's like, oh, that's not fucking bad. You know, we're slowly moving towards the thing. It's not the worst. It could be much, 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 much worse. And so you're going through it, whatever, doing your thing. Then at one point you take a right-hand turn, right? And you go behind this wall, and right on the other side of this wall, conveniently placed so you cannot see it from the entrance, there is a whole other winding part of this line that they have sealed off so you can't see it. Not until you turn that corner do you see, oh, my God, there's a lot more winding stuff. And then you look past the winding stuff. Oh, my God. They have opened a wall to go into the what would normally be the employee-only area, kind of like the back lot area, you know, using universal terms. And they have continued the line to stretch out into this back area and then back around into the winding area. It's like, ooh, I don't like that. My nephew is whining at this point because we didn't get to go until nighttime that he's ready to go home. And so now we're stuck in this line, slowly moving all the way through. Uh, that said, that being said, all said and done for the Spider-Man wait time. It was probably like 45 minutes once we actually got there, which isn't the worst. If you know, like Cars Ride gets really, really brutal. It's like two hours. Um, Space Mountain was 50 minutes about all day. That's the one ride we didn't go on. But I've been on that a fucking million times, so I don't really care. Was not looking when I go to Disneyland. I'm not looking to wait any line longer than 30 minutes max. All right, that's pushing it. If I see a 30 minute wait time, that's probably a skip for me. But they were pretty good, and they were hauling ass too. So it was a very busy day. They do supposedly have some sort of a capacity limit to their park still. Um, I couldn't really tell. It looked like a normal day. They just have some stuff closed. Uh, they try to kind of wind you through as fast as possible. The only ride that I thought was really, really bad in terms of like both the kind of a wait time. Actually, the wait time wasn't bad, but kind of ignoring because, you know, all the regulations and stuff are up. The only time that I was like, ooh, it was like this is not incredibly socially distanced was uh, Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion, when we got on there. They, you know how they do, if you've been on Haunted Mansion before, they take you into the mansion, and they take you down an elevator that's, like, spooky. And I have a, I have a, I'm going to be a party pooper on this Haunted Mansion thing, too, by the way. They basically cram you into this elevator, and when I say they cram you into this elevator, I mean they cram you into this elevator. To Disney, hey, masks off, social distance off, you know, it's all good. The lines weren't bad because, you know, most people are still kind of respectful. They're not crawling up your ass. But you get on Haunted Mansion, you get fucking yelled at all the way to the back. Guys, all the way to the back. And I'm like, ooh, okay, uh, roger that. And they pack you into this thing. I hate any line, by the way. This is a side tangent. Any Disneyland line that bunches you guys up and then just opens up to the wide pathway and you're supposed to sort yourself out, that is stupid bullshit. It shouldn't be a thing. The most disgusting people are always going to be the ones at the front, always. They don't give a fuck. They're just going to push their way through, and then the kind people are going to be left at the back absolutely garbage and by the way if you're one of the people on the haunted mansion okay this is where i'm gonna be a party pooper uh, apologies in advance this is you actually not apologies in advance you go fuck yourself if you are one of the people that repeats or tries to say the lines of the guy on the elevator at the same time i hope you legitimately die and you have to haunt that ride for the rest of your life because that is just the most annoying unnecessary thing ever ruins the immersion all right if i'm trying to get spooked in that ride and i have to or we could go my way from 20 different people inside the elevator. I just want to freeze time with my time freezing powers and sock each of you right in the fucking nads. All right. And then I want to unfreeze time and be like, wow, I don't know how that happened. Well, that's really weird. Shouldn't be saying that anymore. And I will sit there on that ride all day and fucking do that with my time freezing powers. Because that is so annoying. Absolutely obnoxious. And by the way, whoever is making the ride stop, we so I don't know what it was. But on Haunted Mansion, our ride stopped like fucking 15 times on this short haunted mansion things and it was just like wow this is spooky this is really cool oh we've been stopped by some spirits uh your ride will resume momentarily it was like oh cool love that thank you i did notice they've added like a couple of things to some of the rides like they've kind of taken the downtime to add a few things uh which is kind of neat i can't think of a single one but i did remember we were going on some rides like oh i think that might be new it's like they just had like little bits kind of like renovated some things which i think is smart of them to do that um the Spider-Man ride, I loop back to that. It's a shooter ride. So if you don't want the Spider-Man ride spoiled for you, I'm going to talk about it. Uh, you know, heads up. I know JJ didn't want the Rise of Resistance ride spoiled. I'm going to talk about the Spider-Man ride. It's a shooter ride similar to that of the Toy Story Carnival ride, 
but you don't actually have a gun, you could get a gun because you can use the uh, purchasable web slingers as items on the ride, which my nephew, I don't think he ever figured out how to do. But if you buy one of the web slingers, they have different attachments to it. Uh, and they're to be used on the ride, and they give you special powers. So you get an Iron Man one, you can get, I think there's a Black Panther one, I don't know, there was three, and then another one's a Spider-Man one. So you can get those, and you can use them on the ride. Or, if you don't have that, you sit in this basically cube cart with it, if it's one party of four on the back, one party of four on the front side, and then it's just like the Toy Story thing where it kind of takes you around to these screens, and you start shooting shit. But, because it's Spider-Man themed, you do the pew pew motion with your hands, pew pew, and then you can pull, you can um, like use it to turn levers down, you can sling shit into stuff. It's really, really well done. I was a hater on it when I heard it was a shooting ride, and I was like, ugh, it's like how many more of those do they possibly fucking need? But I did really like it. That being said, I think the, so they, they do a similar thing to Rise of Resistance, where when you go on the ride, they basically load you into this room, and then they have, uh, Tom Holland come out and basically go like, oh, hey, guys. But it's like the screen, you know, where they try to make – they put the screen up and they try to make it look like, oh, that person is actually there. I thought it looked much worse than the Rise of the Resistance one. Um, Rise of the Resistance I thought looked really good when they had that part happen. This one I just like, oh, yeah, I'm just watching a TV screen. They're trying not to make a TV screen. You know, it just maybe it was my angle at it. I was off slightly to the right. But I was like, oh, this just, you know, isn't well done. But the ride itself is very, very good. And it's very video game-esque where there's points. There's different spider bots that you get higher points for. You can cause chain reactions. You can pull levers to do special things. There's bosses that show up. It's really, really cool. Really, really well done. Um, And kudos to them because I did like that ride. That being said, I wish it was an actual ride. I know the uh, Universal Orlando has the Spider-Man ride, which I did get to go on. And that was really cool, and that is very similar to the Terminator ride that is here at Universal Hollywood. So I thought that was really cool, but it, I guess they got to do something different because, you know, it's, that's already been done. Still, would have liked some sort of a movable ride thing because I'm just kind of over those shooting games. I've done they, – they, listen, they got two Toy Story shooting games, right? They have the Buzz Lightyear and that one, and then now they have this one as well. And it's just like, guys, let's uh, call it that, please. Let's no, no more shooting rides. Let's move away from that. I'm interested to see if they're going to do any more Avengers stuff, like any more Avengers rides. I don't really keep up to date with any sort of Disneyland, Disney news stuff, but I would assume they expand that. It, it is at least ours in California. They are on California land, so they only have so much to really do. But I would love to see more because they do only have the two. They have the Guardians of the Galaxy and they have the Spider-Man ride. And they have so many heroes they could really choose from, so... Would be cool. What else did we do? We did, oh, uh, my nephew, we took him on Guardians again, which I don't think if you heard the podcast before, we took, I think it was like two years ago now, he was just at the height limit to go on Guardians and he had no idea what it was because that one's kind of hard to tell. Like, you know, if you're looking from the outside, you don't know what fucking ride that's going to be, especially if you're a kid. So we took him on it uh, last time we were there and he was scared shit. Like, he was just, loved the ride, loved walking through it, loved seeing all the, the animals and all the stuff they have in the display cases. Loved the uh, the Rocket Raccoon part where he like shows up and talks to you. Loved that. When we get on the ride and the moment Rocket Raccoon unplugs the thing, he I felt so bad. I could feel him as we shot up just grabbing for anything to hold on to, like somebody's hand, somebody's arm, and just like freaking out. But it was so funny, man. I just I felt bad, all right? But it was so funny. So we took him on it this time, which I'm surprised we were able to even get him on there without him just bawling. And he remembered specifically, he's like, yeah, I just don't like the part where Rocket Raccoon pulls the plug, you know, because that's where you go shooting up. So we're like, dude, I was like, you're going to love it. You know, it's going to be great. We actually got him to go on this after he did the roller coaster for the first time because he's tall enough to do that. So he just hit the height limit for the roller coaster. It was a little bit whiny about not wanting to do that uh, because of the flip, which I understand. I remember being, I think I was much older than he was but when the first time I went on an upside down ride. And that part always freaked me out also. So he didn't like the upside down part. But when he did go on it, he fucking loved the roller coaster. Loved it. He was so good. Wanted to do it multiple times. It was awesome. So then because we did that one, we went to go do Guardians again. It was like, dude, I promise you will like this ride. It is so good. And they had um, the Jackson 5 playing as the music, and we went on it. I could, he could still feel him kind of like grabbing for my arm, but we got off the ride, and he was like, all right, that was so good. That was so good. And I was like, yes, this is awesome. It's like he's at the age now where basically like, I would say those are two of the scariest rides. They are the two scariest rides at Disneyland as a whole. And he loved both of them. So that's like awesome. Now we can just go on anything. We go on absolutely anything. 
So we did uh, the roller coaster. I think we did the roller coaster twice. We did it. It was one of the last rides of the day we did. That that was really fun. Guardians was awesome. We did uh, Star Tours, which, by the way, they have switched back to doing now just the random stuff. So Star Tours, they have a whole bunch of scenes. And what it's supposed to do is it's supposed to kind of like randomly pick. So every time you go on Star Tours, it's going to be different. But because Rise of the Resistance came out last time we were there, it was just always Rise of the Resistance stuff. You go on it, it's the same shit, same Rise of the Resistance stuff. And listen, I don't if you like Rise of the Resistance, cool, but it's not fun. All right, I don't want to go to the Rise of the Resistance. It's boring. It's got all the loser characters in it. This time we got on it. Princess Leia shows up at the first part. She says, "You got a Rebel spy." It was my nephew, which was really cool. And then uh, we went to I think we went to Kashyyyk, and then we went to Coruscant. I think were the two we went, which. Clone Wars simp fucking loved. All right, loved it. And then we get off the ride, and it, he loved that ride as well. That's the first time ever going on it. And he was pissed off to be picked as the spy. He was just like, I was like, dude, Wes, did you see it was you? He's like, why does it always have to be me? And I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, any other kid would have fucking loved that. But my nephew is upset that he was in the spotlight, I guess. So Star Tours was good. Uh, Buzz Lightyear ride, the shooting ride was closed, I assume, because they don't want to clean the guns all the time. I have no idea. We didn't do Space Mountain, like I said. The, the, that line was fucking long, and we were getting ready to... Oh, we were headed to our uh, reservation for Spider-Man. That's why we didn't do that. What else did we do? We did uh, Pirates, of course, Haunted Mansion. We wanted to do Splash Mountain, but that ride was insane of a wait time. Insane. We did Winnie the Pooh. We did um, Little Mermaid. So those are like the really chill ones that you just sit there and do nothing. And I think... Oh, we did Indiana Jones. On Indiana Jones, my nephew decided to meme right at the end. We're sitting there. You know how when you get to the end of the line, they start asking for certain requirements for like certain parties. So that way they could fill in as much as possible. So we get to the end, and they're like, party of two, party of two. Anybody party of two? And we're just like looking around. I'm looking left. I'm looking right. My nephew right in front of me raises his hand and points two. The guy's doing the peace sign. He does it back. Two, two. And I'm going to be like, no, no. It's like I'm like, you know, shaking my hand back and forth. Like, you know, no, 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 not us. And the guy's like, oh, come on, come on, come on. And I'm like, we're four. And he's like, come on, come on, come on. So we cut like 10 people. We get called down this thing. Cut like 10 people. And the guy is like, okay, yep, just go right here. And he knew we were a party four, chucked us out of car. It was like, here you go. I was like, oh, my God, Weston, why are you memeing? Why did you do that? <laughs> it's, like, it's like I feel so bad. And he's like, oh, I don't know. Uh, it's like, the hell is your problem? I'm just raising your hand. He didn't do that at all. He just decided to decide to volunteer that we're a party of two. I was like, I don't know if he maybe thought just me and him would be going on the ride. He's like, oh, yes, yeah, Sam and I party of two. Come on in. But then we, we cut a whole bunch of people. So it worked out for us. Feel really bad. You know, can't, can't win them all, except we did win that one. Then we did we did do Grizzly Rapids. That opened later at night. For some reason, they opened that at like 7 at night. And that was awesome. That one, they also pack you in. I was a little surprised by that, but I guess, you know, whatever. Because you're all in a circular raft together, they fucking just pack people in there like yep everybody in, everybody in that was really fun uh that's always fun because i feel like the people in your boat because you're you're kind of like all struggling together you all get wet together you generally are like in an understanding like oh this this is good like this is fun you know like we had such a different cast of people on our other side of the boat and we were all just like laughing together having a good time so that one's always kind of fun we did uh, i tried like italian style pizza for lunch it's uh, from naples it's a restaurant down there and it's the type of pizza that has the you know, regular looking pizza. I think it's stone fired or something. I don't fucking know. But basically they put like the circular bits of cheese on it and that's it. So it's like most of it is sauce and then they have the occasional circle piece of cheese, which is a trash way to get pizza, you guys. Okay. If that's really Italian style, what the fuck's wrong with you guys? That is trash. You take a bite and it sucks off the cheese and then you just have a bunch of sauce. Where's the rest of the cheese? I even tried to put Parmesan on it. Okay. I put a whole bunch of Parmesan on it to fill in. Didn't cut it. All right. You guys should feel bad if that's your export and you're doing that. That is some bullshit. And, of course, it was downtown Disney, so the pizza was mega expensive. But still, that's ridiculous. I, of course, got popcorn when I was there because gang gang. Uh, popcorn I got for uh, – well, was it just in a box? I was going to try and guess the price, but fuck if I know everything was so expensive. The only merch I ended up buying there was uh, they have these Spider-Man goggles that have, like, LED, like, kind of, like, emotions that it does with the goggles bought that $50 by the way so we went and checked the Star Wars uh, lightsaber shop when we were there because you know I'm a simp for Star Wars so we checked the lightsaber shop there there was a line to even look at the lightsabers so they have all the really professional lightsabers inside of a display case like a nice little glass display case counter you go up and then you immediately get oh hi was there something I helped with you guys trying to look at the lightsabers oh yeah we just wanted to look 
okay, well, there's a line to look at it. So, and this is an employee, by the way. This is just some random person. Uh, if you want to look at them, you just get a line right there. And we just wanted to look. Like, my older brother was playing with the idea of possibly getting the Darth Maul one. But I had to burst his bubble and tell him you have to buy two of them. It's not a one-time purchase. So all the other lightsabers are 150 or, like, around that area. Because Darth Maul is a double-sided lightsaber, it's 300 total. You have to buy it twice, and then they give you a little metal connector pieces that connects both the pieces together. So you could potentially, you know, you could role-play that your double-sided lightsaber gets cut in half, and then you got two, you know? So that was short-lived. We ended up waiting in this line for probably, God, 20 minutes waiting in this line because you have to wait for everybody else to be done. They only have two people working the counter. And then fuckers are just, like, asking a million questions about this, just like, Oh, what about this one? And then they have all the lightsabers behind the counter so they can hand them to you. So you can, like, feel them. You can light them up. And I watched this guy probably try every single one. Every single one. And then he ended up buying Kylo Ren. I was like, dude. It was like, did you really need to try every one? And he's just like, yeah, da, da. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I really liked Oh, this is weighty. This is weighty. He's like, dude, dude. It's like, have some self-awareness. Like, just look at it through the glass. Like, you, once you get the feel of one, you got the feel of the other ones. I promise you. But, you know, he ended up taking a long time. And then we finally got to the counter. And the only question I was, I was like, oh, uh, if I buy the Darth Maul one, do is, is it just the one or the two? And then there's like, oh, you have to buy it twice. And then he was like, okay. So we just, like, stood there for, like, 30 more seconds. Looked, and like, all right, thanks. <laughs> just left. It was the biggest waste of time ever. And I ended up not buying anything. I mean, Star Wars stuff. They got like We did the Millennium Falcon ride again, which is always, uh, I feel like, hit or miss the Millennium Falcon ride. Because, so we went on it, and they only, so the Millennium Falcon ride, for some reason, they're still doing social distancing. I don't know why, when all the other rides didn't give a fuck. So the, you basically go on this, you're only going with your party, we're a party of four. So they're like, okay, go on in, and then, so nobody's going to work basically the engineering jobs. They basically, they give you a choice, do you want to be engineer, do you want to be gunner? Obviously, the two, two of your people are going to be the pilots, that's the best job, it's the only job worth doing in that fucking thing. Uh, and then they're like, oh, well, uh, you know, and then you give the two pilots, and like, what do you want to be? Like, well, fucking Gunner, I'm not going to be engineer. Fuck that shit. So we got on there, and we, it, me and my older brother Chris, we've obviously gone it before. We got the rank of Pirate Lords or something like that, which is pretty high. You know, not going to brag. And then we uh, went on, and the guy was like, oh, well, is it, like, your first time here? Like, well, who, and Chris and I are like, oh, well, we've both done it before. I was like, cool. So ne my nephew, Weston, and Melissa is like, you guys will be the pilots. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, God. A six-year-old and someone who like, doesn't play any sort of video games, okay? It was like, oh, Lord. So let me tell you how we about bumped into every fucking thing on that ride. Everything on that ride. And I was, like, trying to help in the back. Like, you need to line us up with the train. Like, you get, get right behind the train, and we'll, like, start shooting the things. And it did not matter. We were going up, down, left, diagonal, into everything. If there was a ship, we're running into it. If there was a rail, we're going head first. Even the part when we're jumping into hyperdrive or hyper whatever the fuck. Sorry, don't take my Star Wars fan card. I'm sorry. We're running into shit. All right, constantly. We come back in like, okay, we're home. Oh, there's a boulder over there. Let's steer left and go into that. Oh, there's another rock pillar. All right, we're going to go right into that too. And it was just like to the point where we were useless as gunners because we never lined up with the fucking train. We were just, I literally sat there and just held the button down. I was like, ah, oh, whatever. Just fucking held the button down. Like, you know, go have fun. And then... It was like my nephew, once again, you know, I said with Star Tours, he's just like, oh, why does it have to be me? He didn't want to be pilot. He, he's kind of like when we do a Fortnite, he gets very, I don't even know if he, I would say he gets competitive, but he cares a lot about doing well. So he cares a lot about like winning, you know, he doesn't get really competitive. He just hates losing. So he hates losing and he like, you know, he gets stressed out about it. So stressed. So we got, like, we're like, oh, Wes, you're going to be pilot. Like, that's the best job. Like, and, you know, trying to be supportive. Like, that's great. He's like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. I'll be gunner. It's like, I don't want to be pilot. It's like, Wes, and that's the best. Like, it is literally the best job. If you're going on that ride for the first time, get pilot. The other ride, the other positions are trash. But he's like, no, no, no. And he was, like, almost, like, about to cry about not wanting to be pilot. But, of course, we forced him to be pilot. And even after we got out, he's like, oh, I did so bad. It's like I hit everything. It's like, oh, no. But it's hard to sell that when, you know, you get off the ship. And so when you do poorly on that ride, which I think this is fucking awesome, when you do poorly on that ride, you get off and you got, they have it all set up like you're inside the Millennium Falcon. So you walk through like kind of the first part of the Millennium Falcon. When you get off of the ride, they will make it look fucked up. So like if you hit a bunch of stuff, there's an HP bar to the ship. If you hit a bunch of stuff, they'll like everything will be sparking. Shit will be knocked off the shelves. Like it's a whole fucking conundrum. 
So they do that, and then it's like so our nephew gets off the ship, and he's like, oh, it's like I did. That's a big repair bill, huh? Because, like, they even tell you then, like, oh, well, here's your cut after I take my cut, after I take this. And so you lose points for doing really poorly. And it's like, oh, well, you did good, Weston. You know, you, you did good. But, no, nah, you fucking hit goddamn everything. And it was just like it, – it's crazy to me. Like, that's an interesting one. Is that one of the only rides at Disneyland that you f- control most of it? Like, if some, if, if you don't have a good pilot, that you're not going to be doing shit. And I wonder, I have never played Engineer. Maybe I should have been Engineer on this one. I wonder if it's the inverse for Engineer. Like, if you have a good pilot, are you not doing anything as Engineer? Because isn't Engineer to, like, help fix the ship and stuff? I wonder if that's the case. Because we were playing Gunner and I seriously just gave up. I was just like, oh, I'm just going to watch this crash into everything. And it's like, I was going to like, hey, well, at least I've never seen what the corridor looks like this before. You know, not even my first time going on it. Which, by the way, I think it is a multiple go ride, by the way. The first time you go on it, you're going to be learning and it's going to be a really shit experience. I thought that ride was trash when we went on it the first time. I was like, ooh, I was like, I don't know why they would do that. Same thing I kind of felt about the Spider Man ride. It's like, I don't know why they would do that. It's like, that's kind of like, it's a learning curve because of the way they have the pilot system set up. And then you go on it again. It's like, oh, I get it. I know what I'm doing. I know what the objective is. I know what we're supposed to be like, you know, the whole the whole thing. And then it's actually a lot of fun. It's really fun. That being said, I still think pilot's the only good job. So two people are going to have a really good time. The gunners are going to have an okay time. I don't know about the engineers. No fucking idea. So all in all, pretty good. We walked onto most rides. Like even though the wait times for most of the rides, they've saved like 30 minutes. We would end up going there, and it would not even be that. It would maybe be 15 tops. And that would be if like we're stuck in a long line with dumb people who just don't move. It's, it was really good. I think if you can, you should try and go to Disneyland before they fully reopen again, you know, like during this weird time because they are still doing reservations. I think it's a unique experience. So I think it is worth it. And, like, I wish – I kind of wish I went earlier, like back when they were full-on restrictions so you can kind of see, like, what that was like, you know? It's like how many times is Disneyland really going to change everything up? Like, what – like how often are you going to get to experience that? So it's definitely worth – is it worth going just for Avengers Campus? I find that I, I I thought I think about this a, a few times where it's like I hate to be that guy, but it's like I just feel like the only thing that I'm like super passionate about is like anime related stuff nowadays, you know. And that's weird because like I do love Star Wars. I do love uh, like I watch every Marvel uh, movie at least. I've not watched the series uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. I haven't watched. I want to start watching Loki. I really liked Loki. Uh, but it's like going there. I was like, eh, yeah, it's cool. I guess. Like, I don't know. It's just like it doesn't get me going. Like the Marvel universe. Like walking into, I was like, yeah, I guess. Like it's the Marvel universe, sure. It's like, but it's just it doesn't get the excitement out of me, you know. And especially even growing up, I was so much more a DC guy. So much Batman was my fucking jam. Loved Batman. Uh, still do. Batman is still awesome. So like that gets me going. But like even then, you know, they bring like fucking Batman to Fortnite. I'm just like, eh. But it's like, had they added a fucking Naruto skin in Fortnite, I would have bought it hands down. You know, like, it would have been one second I would have bought that. So, I, I don't know why that is. I just feel like that's just more shaped my stuff. I, 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 I don't know. It's like, even the Star Wars stuff, I just wasn't, I wasn't interested in buying any of it. They had a whole bunch of new Star Wars stuff there. And I was just like, yeah, you know, I might have bought the Darksaber if they had the Darksaber. But we were talking to the guy at the counter, and he said they had the Darksaber, so they just got it in. And they had it for like three days, maybe. And then they sold out and they're still waiting on more. So if you're lucky enough to get the Darksaber, definitely go for it. But that probably would have been the only thing I would have bought that like would have kind of excited me. But even then, that would have just been a waste of money. You know when you go to places and you just want to waste money? Like Disneyland's got that down. It's like, oh, I'm at Disneyland. Might as well just waste money. You know, might as well just throw everything I can. I'm just like, nah. Didn't do it. Um, Did I miss anything else from that? I think that about covers it. It was a it was a fun day, you know. I, I I was running on two hours of sleep because I'm an idiot. So I did two hours of sleep, went to sleep. Uh, phone didn't get charged all the way, which was annoying because then I could not use my phone for anything. Like I was on Instagram most of the day, checking taking a bunch of pictures, and then at one point I was like, "Hey, my phone's about to die. Sorry." And I just like was on low power mode, only using it for Disneyland related stuff, like to try to get our reservations and things like that. And I barely made it with one percent left crazy then i tried a monster which i normally if you know my energy drink uh i go for like a lot of the bougie kind of nice ones i did a uh my favorite right now is rockstar x endurance strawberry kiwi it's only like 25 calories taste bomb as fuck 300 mg of caffeine uh definitely recommend that if you you like strawberry kiwi so i tried a monster regular one for the first time ever was trash don't recommend it. Don't know why that's the most popular one. It's absolutely disgusting. You should feel bad if you drink that because it is honestly like you just have no taste buds. T- taste buds. Then I tried a 
blue monster, which I think is like low carb because monsters are like 250 calories or something like that, which is kind of crazy. So I tried the blue one, um, was just even worse than that. So was not a fan. And then it was still just fucking tired. I drank all of the green one. I threw the blue one away, like half empty. Uh, just didn't feel like it did it for me. I don't know what the, uh, the caffeine count in those monsters are, but that was not for me. Then I got talked into trying a double shot of espresso, I think. And there's a video of it, but I almost fucking yacked on the goddamn, in the Starbucks right on Main Street for Disneyland. Double shot of espresso, bunch of vanilla flavoring in it to try and drown the flavor because I hate the smell of coffee. The taste of coffee is fucking nasty. So then uh, put a bunch of vanilla, put a bunch of sugar packets in it, and then I just like plug my nose. But it's like there was so much. It was a double shot. You know, it was, it was a little bit. It was too much for one shot to just like down. So double shot, drank it, and I was so grossed out. I, I was holding my nose, couldn't hold anymore, inhaled some of the coffee, drank the rest of it, and I just wanted to vomit. The taste was so nasty. I had a Sprite to like chase it down. Didn't do it. The rest of the day, I was burping up, like, coffee taste, and it was just even worse than what it regularly was. And I feel like it just didn't – like, it it did not work as well as an energy drink. Like, in my Rockstar X Endurance K, that works so much better. And it's like that one, I was just like, uh, yeah, I mean, I still feel tired. It just is giving me a little bit of a boost. And then even on the ride home, you know, after we had that, I was like, I felt like I could have passed the fuck out. I was so tired. I was just like – I literally – I came home, like – was on the computer for probably fucking 10 minutes. And then I went to lay in bed, was on my laptop, and I was fucking gone. I was just out. Slept for 10 hours, by the way, and did not feel any less tired. So I don't know what the fuck's wrong with my body. Um, yeah, speaking of what's wrong with my body, I've started doing uh, the gym. So I did Orange Theory, which I talked about earlier. It's a weird gym where it's, I think it's called HIT, High Intensity Training where the whole goal is to keep your heart rate above a certain point for a certain amount of the exercise. And then that's supposed to like help you get like increased metabolism rates. I don't fucking know. It's right next to my work and it's bougie. So I'm gonna tell you about it. It's expensive. First of all, I did first class free and I really liked it because once again, it's right next to my work and they kind of, it's kind of like the middle ground between having a personal trainer and going to a gym because you go in there, the class sizes probably hold, I would say probably hold somewhere close to 20 people, which isn't bad. And then this guy, you basically set, you either start A on the um, the row machine or A on the treadmill. And then you'll basically do like, I don't know, maybe like 30 minutes on both. Maybe it's closer to like 25 because there's a stretching slash cool down period at the end. So you do about 25 minutes on both. If you're on the treadmill, you are doing uh, intervals of your base speed, your push speed, and then your like go all out speed. And it's different depending on what day you go because they focus on different things. And it's totally random. They don't tell you what it is. Totally, totally random. So... You go, like an example, they, they, they say it's good for everybody. So I did the treadmill this last time. This is my my latest experience. So I do uh, power walking because I just I can't even tell you the last time I run. So I'm, I'm making my way up there. This is my second class I went to, by the way, second class. So I did power walking, and I was cranking it on the power walking. So when you do power walking, you're supposed to increase the incline only and never the speed. So I was doing a 4.5 power walking, which I think is 4.5 miles per hour. I don't fucking know. 4.5, and I was cranking the incline. So they would go like, all right. Um, so we're going to go for like endurance. So everybody was supposed to do the incline, but obviously if you're running and jogging, you do much less than an incline. So I was doing like, all right, now go to your push one. I would crank it to like eight and then like, Hey, go to your go all out. I'll go to like, tw- like 15, I think is the max one on the treadmill. I would just crank that shit. And I was walking so fast because you know, I got long legs and I'm a fast walker. I was zooming and I had to turn down the incline at one point of the goal out part. I was like, yep, let me turn that shit down because I'm going to fucking fly off the goddamn thing. Because 4.5 is walking fast. And you go for 25 minutes walking, zoom in like that nonstop. I could feel my knees start to fuck up. And, you know, I'm tall. So, you know, I'm sure the knee problems are in my future. And I was like, ooh, let me crank that down, crank that down. So that was really good. And I actually, so last time I was there, very first time I was there, they track you. So let me start with what this actually is. High-intensity training. It's focused on heartbeat, heart rate, whatever. And they give you a heartbeat monitor. So this heartbeat monitor, when you walk in, it's linked to your app. It links to you. And it displays you on this screen at the top. And that shows everybody's. So you're supposed to spend a certain amount of time in their orange level because obviously it's orange theory. And I think that's getting your heart rate up to 84 and above. Um, And you want to be there and basically kind of stay there as long as you can. And obviously they give you rest periods. So you go down, then you raise up again. You go down, you raise up again, yada, yada. And you want to hit 12 splat points, I think is what you want to hit. 
And that's like they're you're in the perfect zone. That's what I was told in my first class because I did not hit that. They're like, oh, well, the goal is usually about 12. It's like you want to hit at least 12. Some people were getting it up in the 20s, which they're just absolutely wild in. But like when you hit that spot, like you're you are like pushing it. You know, you're zooming. You could go higher than the 84, and then it goes red. So I assume that means they don't want you to be that high. But I think they want to keep you right in the sweet spot. So you go, you do the treadmill first, and then while you're doing the treadmill, other people are on the rowing machine. So, and obviously this could be inverse, whatever you want. So on the rowing machine example, this class class I did was focused on like endurance and like, you know, doing the correct form and whatnot. So on this one for the rowing machine, we would do, I think we had three or four sets. I don't remember if it was three or four, but at the beginning of each set, you would go to the rowing machine. You would either do uh, 200 meters or 100 meters, and you would focus on doing 24 strokes per minute. And that was the goal. You just want to do the strokes. You want to do as best as you can get it down right and then when you do that you finish that you go over to the weight stations and then they have different workouts there so each set was three different sets of workouts and it's basically the same thing you know try to keep your form correct go for endurance keep the like if you go slow going up go slow going down so you can build your muscles and that's it that's pretty much it and i really like it it's so this is going to turn a lot of people off right here it is very expensive so i asked them on my first class there because it was it was really good i had this really nice girl teaching me and I was like, so if I want to get the most out of this that I possibly can, right? Like if this is going to be the only workout and I basically, I, I did some dumbbell workouts uh, and exercises over uh, when I was furloughed and that's how Bleach Boys podcast came to be. So I did that and that's my only set of sort of kind of workout I've done. So I basically just like, hey, I've never worked out before. And I'm like, hey, I've never worked out before. I walk to and from work. If I want to get the most out of this, like, so this is the only thing I have to do. Like what, how many classes am I taking? And this is before I knew what any of the prices were. Uh, she said like three to four classes a week. It's like, cool, three classes a week, you know, three times after work, I'll come in, I'll do an hour of workout, I'll fucking dig off home. So I go ask like, hey, how much is it? And it's like, cool, well, you could buy like per class, you could buy like packages. So like if I wanted to buy 10 classes, you know, it's this amount, if I wanted to buy 20 classes for the month, it's this one, whatever, whatever. Um, and I was like, oh, cool. Well, I want to do like three to four and they have one where it's like unlimited, you know, you could get like the premium one and that's like the kind of the best bet because anything more, because if you're doing three classes a week that's uh three six nine oh i should just bought a fucking package <laughs> so they had a package of like 20 and i was like oh that math doesn't work out i think i need more than that i should have just done that fuck so i bought this package and i think it is 129 or 179 oh god i don't remember i'm gonna pull up the receipt right now and then that that's not all because you need to also buy your own heart rate monitor all right so you have to buy a heart rate monitor and you don't get, so you could, okay, let me, you, if, if you're like me, I hear you, I got this right here. It's 179 for the premier membership. And then you have to buy the heartbeat monitor, which is 109. So you're out 287 at that point. Okay. And if you forget your heart rate monitor, you could rent one from them for $10. If you cancel your class, which is what I was thinking of doing because my dumbass showed up to class today without their heart rate monitor because I have I had it charging on my desk. I took it from my desk, put it next to my backpack, not in my backpack. So it stayed at home. So I had to rent one for $10. If you cancel a class eight hours before, it's a 12 to $15 cancellation fee. And then if you uh, like, it's just, it's, it's, it's a little bit of a racket. I'm not going to lie. I thought I kind of assumed that they would give me a heart rate monitor when I walk in. You know, I didn't know I had to buy one like the 179 a month. I was like, ah, you know, it's bougie. It's really nice to have. I like everybody there that I've met so far. I thought the trainer's really good. It's like, that's not the worst. You know, it's like and if, if it helps me and it's like I I like going there, you know, and it feels like an hour kind of goes by because I'm like, it's kind of basically anything in life. I like when it's video game or like gamified, you know. It's like if you can turn it into some sort of a game, it's so much better. And I feel like that's what they've done here, where it's like you have your scorecard and like you want to hit this amount and you got to focus on your heart rate and pushing yourself. And they like, they're like, okay, now do this. And they're not overbearing about it. Like I hate, I was thinking about this because on their website, they show this picture of this guy on the machine and the coach is like right next to him, like go, go, go. I was like, I did not want that. I don't want that. I, I, I kind of find I am the, uh, uh, the inverse of like what most people want. You know, like most people be like, yeah, if someone was there like cheering me on, like pumping me up, you know, like when you're with the lights, like, oh, push it. Like I would immediately stop. I don't want that. Don't do that to me. It's like, I don't, I don't want the, you can do it, go. It's like, I remember having memories of doing indoor soccer, which if you don't know what indoor soccer is, it's soccer indoors. They basically take like hockey walls and put it around this court and it's a smaller form of soccer, but it's much more action paced and you bounce it off the wall to yourself and stuff. 
I remember doing those games and like my stepdad or my mom would be like, go, Sammy, go, go, go pass it. And I would just immediately want to stop. It's just like, stop doing that. It's like, I know what I'm doing. I know what I need to do. I'm going. I'm like, I'm trying my hardest here. It's like, stop it. It's like you screaming at me is not going to make me go any further. So, I mean, and I, I, that was kind of my worry when I was going there. It's like, they were going to like, try to be like, I don't know, amping you up constantly. It's like, I don't need that. It's not going to help me. I'm not going to get an extra push from that. It's not going to go. But this is like perfect for me where they are basically the trainers are like talking over the intercom to everybody at the same time. Like, cool, now we're going to push it. Come on, guys. You guys got this. Just remember 30 seconds left, but push right through it. Where they're just doing general kind of talks. I'm like, cool. That's like, that's more instructional to me than like someone yelling at me. And then even when I'm doing the weights, like an example, I was doing an exercise today. And the guy came over and it was like, oh, it's like, hey, just move your feet a little bit wide and push them back further into you, like go like closer to you. And then you're I was like, cool, thanks. And then he left. I was like, that's all I fucking needed. You know, I'm trying my best. I, if he could just watch my form, tell me I'm doing it right. Because that's another problem I had when I was doing exercises at home. I never knew if I was doing my form right. And this one, they have a guy basically like he's watching the both the stations at the same time. But he's mainly focused on the weights and making sure you're doing the form correct. Because obviously that's much more uh possible to hurt yourself or do something wrong on that so i like that part a lot will i keep doing it more than a month uh only time will tell we'll see so i was about to skip today when i found out i did my heart rate monitor and then i was like oh, i'll just might as well ask and they did offer to let me do it without the heart rate monitor but it just wouldn't track my scores and stuff and i was like oh, i'll just pay ten dollars just rent it fuck it you know they kind of get you it's like oh you can rent it for 10 or you can cancel the class and we'll charge you for 12 it's like okay whatever so I, I, I do enjoy it. I, I recommend it if you are uh, rich and watching this, I guess, because it is quite expensive. But I, I do like that it is. It's like my first actual gym, like, go. Like, I've not actually gone to, like, a 24-hour fitness before or something like that to actually work out. Last time I did was in college, and we did, like, an exercise class where they kind of had, like, a rotation of things. And I fucking vomited uh, after maybe the first or second class, and I never went again. So I haven't had the best experience with that. I like the dumbbell. Uh, I think a, a treadmill. I my my younger brother bought an elliptical to work out at home, and I was excited when he got that. I was like, cool. It's like an elliptical. Like that'd be great to work because I can do you know cardio, whatever. But the elliptical hurts my knees so bad, and I think it's supposed to be a low impact machine, which is fucking weird. But I cannot do the elliptical. The elliptical fucks me right up. The treadmill though, I have no problem doing. That being said, I've only been doing the power walking, but I'm zooming on the power walks. I'm thinking I'm gonna try next class the jog. I'm going to try doing the jog. I just can't even tell you the last time I've even run. So that'll be interesting to see, especially because I have to keep it up for 25 minutes. Ooh, I don't know about that shit. Um, but, yeah, it's really good. I mentioned to try. So I might, if, like, you know, I, if this runs, of course, I'm in $100 for the heart rate monitor, by the way. So I'm not getting a refund on that. And if I do decide to stop, uh, there is an elliptical place that I'm kind of interested in. Not an elliptical, uh, a cycling place that I'm kind of interested in trying to. That's close to my work. And that wouldn't be so bad. I feel like it'd be a bit more casual, you know, just do that. Because I'm not really, I don't know what my goal is. So they ask you, like, when you start doing it, like, oh, well, what are you trying to work on? What's your goal? It's like, uh, just, you know, be fit, I guess. Like, not be a fucking slacko and try to get my life in order, honestly. So I've been doing, um, I did, uh, like, I walk to and from, right? And then I'm dieting also, which I'm basically just doing the lazy man diet, which I really recommend, guys. Basically, find out what your suggested intake of calories would be. So I used MyFitnessPal, which is an app that we talked about before. And you can basically put in all your measurements, like how much you weigh, how old you are, your height, whatever, whatever. And they'll give you a recommended uh, calorie intake for however much you want to lose. So I chose the – I think I chose uh, – I want to lose two pounds a week, and I'm doing no exercise. I told the app I'm doing nothing. So that way they're like, oh, okay, so if you want to do nothing and lose this many pounds, then eat this much. So minus 1,700 calories. So then I am also exercising and I'm walking to and from work and my job is physical. So I'm getting all these extra bonuses and they have no idea. So then I can actually start losing the weights, you know. I think that's a smart idea. I'm not a, a nutritionist or anything because this way I still – I joked when I first wanted to start the diet. I was like, oh, because I eat like full DiGiorno's and stuff. I fucking am a fiend for pizza. Such Full pizzas, full frozen pizzas, all the stuff. A garlic bread. Oh, I love – bread I just fucking love. And that's what makes you fat. You know, we talked about before, grilled cheese, fucking love. So fiend for that. And I was just like, you know, I made the joke before when I started. I was like, I'll just eat half. And you know, just cut all that in half. It's like instead of just doing the big pizzas, I'll do the small pizzas. And it, guys, it works. I'm telling you, the Sam diet, it fucking works. All right, just eat less than what you normally eat, and you'll start losing weight. That's a, that's a promise. So that's been good. Um, fuck, I mean, I don't really have anything else. I, I've just kind of been chilling. Fucking uh, what, what, what do we do this week for the channel? We did hard-boiled stories from the cat bar, which uh, 
was kind of a unique one. We didn't talk about it for very long because it's it's a one-shot series where it's only literally one volume, and it's kind of like a nothing burger, you know? It's like it's really well drawn. The story's there. It was hard to kind of figure out what was going on, but it, it's a thing. It did happen. We didn't hate it. We read the one volume. Uh, we did the My Hero Academia chapter review, which has been really good. If you guys watch this and you don't watch the My Hero Academia stuff or you don't keep up with it, what are your guys' feelings on spoilers? I've asked this before and I've gotten a couple of uh, inputs. Cause like, so when I see when I see other YouTube people, their channel is like all manga stuff. So it's like it's to be expected if you subscribe to them, you're gonna get stuff spoiled for you for the manga, right? We I try to keep a very uh, broad stroke of anime related stuff, you know. So we got like the unboxings, we do the live streams, which used to be like our gameplay stuff. We do lots of manga reviews now, as with the Kyoto manga thing in the uh, input. So we do a lot of that, um, and because of that, I, I worry like I, I could clickbait, you know, let's say an example in some I don't know somebody dies, a character dies in in a manga. Can I title that? Oh my god, the death of blank blank blank. Because I feel bad. I personally, I think it's where it's come from. I personally fucking hate spoilers. I try to avoid them as much as I can. Uh, now that I've been doing this for a while, and I have talked about this before when I used to do the voiceovers for like top ten lists and stuff like that, I would get stuff spoiled for me all the time. My anime intake is intake is basically nothing right now. I have I'm not watching anything. Any of my free time I spend live streaming or editing or doing something for this. And now I, I work out and do all that shit too. So it's pretty much gone. But it's you can't avoid spoilers. Even like the official Twitter accounts for all this stuff, they'll like, oh my god, the new My Hero Academia chapter's out. And then it's a fucking fat spoiler. It's just like, oh, okay. So I just wonder about that. Like I feel like to play the game I need to, but I just – I would feel horrible doing that. So I've tried to – kind of crank it back on that and kind of be um uh vague try to be vague with it and basically just put like my hero academia 317 review and reaction or whatever so i could hit all of the tags that i want for it but then i just worry this like oh is it not going to pull people in you know if i'm like being really uh i don't know anonymous vague is that people not going to watch it uh, what else? Uh, we did the Kyoto manga contest. So I will say, you know, a little, I don't, I hope none of the people from the last video watched this. It was probably the worst one where we've only done two videos so far, but like none of them were very good. They were all kind of confusing. Uh, we walked away with that. Like we finished that video and like, Ooh, it was like, and even after doing it, it was like, uh, I just don't know. So that one is out. You can check that out for a mediocre ass time. We did a, another horrible video of Bleach Boys, which we did the five, like we did five filler episodes. I think six uh, filler episodes, but five of them were really shit. We did six filler episodes and they were just garbage, just complete garbage. And you could tell because it was one of our shortest episodes probably ever. And then I did a summoning for uh, banner summons for Bleach Brave Souls because, you know, that's just still coming along. But I just don't know. You know, I'm at the point with Bleach Brave Souls where it's 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 grindy boy. It's grindy boy time, and it's like I have to. The stuff that I want to do for the orbs is going to potentially spoil some of the novels or the filler arc that we haven't started yet. So I've been trying to avoid that. But I mean, I, I might have to just suck it up, you know, and just get that shit spoiled from me. Try not to look at it. I know you can kind of like just tap, but curiosity. My curiosity kills the cat every time. Okay, every time I just fucking look at it. Um. I want to play the Olympics game. There's a 2020 Japan Olympics game that just came out, and I really want to play that. So I might try and live stream that. That would be pretty fun. And then we're doing, uh, it's like Shikimori is not just a cutie. Shikimori is not just a cutie. Yeah, volumes one through four. We're going to do that next. We did uh, some older stuff, Chainsaw Man. If you haven't checked out Chainsaw Man, we did that as a review, and it's just fucking fantastic. Can't recommend that enough. It's supposed to be getting anime coming up, so I wouldn't, you know, run to go watch that but we also you know plenty of live streams to watch you could just rewatch the uh the old vods there and just come hang out if you're a vod person i'm kind of thinking about changing the setup I, I i like i like the setup i have now right with the live stream where it's just like my camera on the top left and then the game is just the background so like my camera does block some of the game which i don't have a problem with but what i would like and it's why i'm trying to think of doing this but i just it's, I don't know. I don't know what I want. I'm just going to rant this out there. I want to do what I've seen other people doing. Well, some other people is they have basically the game in a smaller format. So like, let's say an example. I am, my stream is 1920 by 1080. 
they run the game or they have it resized the game to 1280 by 720. So there's a whole bunch of empty space. Then in the empty space, they put their camera. They usually have like a nice little border. But what I would want in the border is the, um, the chat. So I'd want the chat there because obviously I stream to both Twitch and YouTube. And sometimes like the, the Twitch people are saying something and the YouTube people can't see it or the YouTube people are saying something and the Twitch people can't see it. And then it's like they don't know I'm double streaming, you know. So I do seem like a fucking maniac just talking to myself, which I don't have a problem with people thinking that. But I would want like two, like, you know, just so you can everybody can see the same chat on there. But then I don't like the look of it as much, you know. I like the full gameplay thing, but I wouldn't want to put the chat over the gameplay because then it's more real estate. So I just don't know. I'm thinking about it. Maybe uh, put some like bounce in the border or something. But uh, who who really who really knows? I think that's uh, pretty much it. well. We did. We have gotten a lot of comments on my Hair Academia chapter uh, or our big summary that we did. Uh, we did fuck up in that. We made a mistake on one of the lines, which I feel a little bit bad for. I should probably leave like a pinned comment and say we fucked up on that. But, you know, I'll get there one day. I'll just slowly work my way there. I'm shit as fuck is responding to comments, too. I I feel like I get into this point with comments where I start seeing them roll in. And it's like, oh, cool. And I, I, I will read. like So I'll see literally every comment because I get a notification on my phone. So I'll see every comment on my phone as it comes in. And then I will kind of, like, respond to it in my head, you know? I kind of do this with text messages, too. I'll respond to it in my head, and then I'll never actually respond to it. So like I'll, I'll go like oh cool it's like you know just think of the response, and then I'll come home and I'll be like really tired or whatever and then I won't go to respond to the comments and then so I'll leave them to build up and like a week will go by, and then I'll have so many comments where it's like oh it's like that's a lot of comments to respond to there bud, and then I'll have to sit down and like really just go into it and sometimes the questions are timely where they're like hey it's like I just saw this is on sale should I buy it and then I'm coming back a week later yes <laughs> it's like <laughs> definitely buy it. So I'm trying to get better than that, uh, better at that, you know. It's just the same thing with, like, the Instagram, like I was talking about. Try small stages. I want also want to make a Facebook gaming profile because so we use Streamlabs to stream, and it can multi-stream to uh, Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. And I know if you become a Twitch affiliate, they kind of like, oh, you're not allowed to do that anymore. No, no, no. So I'm basically just going to not stay a uh, or stay an affiliate and just never go off of that. That way I can do whatever and don't have to worry about it. But then that means no subscribe button. But, I mean, I would have to get so many subscriptions to even ever get paid out on that. So not really that big of a deal. And I feel like if you are kind of going into it with the mindset of, like, how quickly can I make money off of this, your 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 content kind of uh, dies. You know, you can, you can tell when you're forcing it. Like, there's sometimes with the stuff that we do where it's like, ooh, it's like that was kind of forced. Like, if you want to see that, I mean, watch the latest, uh, the last Kyoto uh, manga competition. Like, that was just kind of like, even in the middle of doing that, so we recorded that one, that Kyoto Manga one, on the same... No, no, we didn't. What did we do? I think we did... We did two videos. I'm trying to think. We did two videos on set. Oh, Hard Boiled Stories from the Cat Bar. That one, too, was kind of like... the. We did that one early on Saturday. Jose had to help move. Or, like, yeah, he had to go help somebody move. So we did really early. It was like that whole day. You know, you just wake up and it's like, mm, not feeling it, you know? But nothing you could do about that. Just keep moving on. Keep pushing. Um, what are we trying to do coming up? More Bleach Brave Souls. The anniversary is coming up really soon. So that's going to be July. They just started their countdown for that. So that's going to be fucking dope as shit. Um, I'm going to hopefully try to watch some fucking anime. I have so much I want to watch. And I talk about this all the time. But it's like I even have so much I want to read. It's like I want to read Berserk. I want to read Claymore. I haven't watched the late season ReZero, Dr. Stone. Um, my delivery driver was telling me about this anime on um, Netflix called Ragnarok. That sounds really fucking awesome. It's just so much. And I, man, I don't have the time for it. I do not have a time for it. But one day, you know, when I figure out how to uh, freeze time, I'll just freeze time and I'll watch all the anime. And I'll come out of that having seen it all. I'll know what's good, what's bad. I'll be able to give my take on anything. I'll lead the trash taste polls always. And then it will be just absolutely vibing. And then I'll be able to buy all the collector's editions they come out, which, by the way, Good Smile has been ruining me, by the way. I think I'm going to start toning down on buying stuff because, you know, I am in the bougie gym now, so it's like all my money's going crazy. But I think I'm going to try to tone down on buying a lot of stuff, and then that way I can start saving up money, you know, start getting rid of all that shit. But it's like Good Smile, dude. I'm just looking at their newest stuff that they just added. 
Papa Prade's Netsu, Papa Prade and Nosuke, okay? Two more in Yashifei, Seshomaru and Kikyo, which are key. It's like, if you're getting anything, gotta get that. Oh, they do ex uh, apparel now, too? What? Hello? I didn't know they did this. Good Smile is just like, has got me wrapped. Absolutely wrapped. I will not be buying the Darling and the Franks in the fucking uh, wedding thing, that's for sure. And then Ami Ami is just killed me as well. It's just, it's too, it's too much. Luckily, some of the stuff they do is Figmas, so, you know, I don't have to uh, simp out for that. But that saves me a little bit. And then anything like, uh, I see this new Ghost in the Shell figure standalone complex, which I fucking love. Is standalone complex the series? Excuse me, the standalone complex the series is so much better than the movie for Ghost in the Shell. Bet, bet, it's not even close. I just want that so bad. I just, I that's, I, I have a thing for anime girls short hair, okay? And if they have an eye patch, I don't know what it is with the eye patch. It's, it's, it's a selling point, big time. Oh, and then bleach stuff. I'm just a sucker for like. There's a Gen figure, a fucking Orihime figure, uh, Okiora figure is about to come out. It's 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 dicked. All right, and I need it. I won't be able to survive my life without it. Man. Okay. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Uh, that's the uh, Sam Burr podcast uh, for Wednesday, six twenty-three. I think is what the date is. Uh, Maybe we'll talk about some other shit some other time. You know, once I figure out my life, I'm going to try to go to the doctor. Isn't that exciting? I'm going to try to go to the doctor and just go in and basically ask, like, hey, what's wrong with me? Get a physical, get some blood work done, and see what they say. So maybe next time there's a uh, solo Sam podcast, I'll give you guys my laundry list of problems that the doctor says I'm going to have. And then uh, we can work backwards from there, you know, aside from the, the not having any hair. You know, that should be an obvious one. All right. Well, be sure to leave a like and subscribe, guys. If you're listening to the podcast, you know, give us a good review. Say what's up. Let me know what you think of the podcast. I, I always feel I feel weird starting the podcast when I'm talking to myself, but then I just pretend I'm talking to somebody and then we're chilling. So, and you know, I talked on the computer my whole life. So, it's every day, bro, with that Disney Channel flow. All right. See you guys in the next one. Bye, everybody.